we're going to move in our service to a time of confirmations. Before we do that, I want to have a chance for you to hear from one of those who are going to be confirmed. So I'm going to invite Ben Schultz to come forward um, and share a little bit about his own story and testimony. Confirmation is the adult is the adult public profession of faith in Christ. So it's the adult public profession of faith in Christ of somebody who was baptized as an infant. In traditions where you do adult baptism only, somebody like 16, 20 gets baptized, but in our tradition, it's a kid that'll get baptized, and then they publicly profess their faith in a setting like this. And so confirmation is that. It's the opportunity to say, this is what I believe, and make it your own. And so, Ben, I'm going to start by, um, we'll just come a little bit closer here, and I'm going to say, like, I've known Ben since he was a little kid. He grew up in this church, um, actually he grew up somewhere else for about five or six years before that. But he, since age five, six, seven, he was in this church. Um, and you grew up in a Christian home, but there was something that happened when you were, I think it was seventh grade. Am I right about that? Yep. So in seventh grade, you started dealing with a health issue. What was the first start of that? So it was near the end of seventh grade. I started getting like headaches and stuff and getting sick. And uh, my mom got me an MRI. I found that I had a brain tumor like the size of a clementine, like this big. <laughs> so. Yeah, I had to get like a surgery for that, and it left me with a lot of nerve damage in the left side of my body, and so I had to go to rehab, and after all of that, after like three months, at the end, I was left with nerve damage and limited use of my right leg, or left leg, mm-hmm. and pretty much no functional use of my left arm or hand. And so this was seventh grade, like, and you, prior to that, had no real issues, and then it was like literally like January, February, or March that you started dealing with headaches. Mm-hmm. They got worse and worse. Eventually, you had to go in for a surgery that was pretty intense. They're cutting in, and they remove something the size of like a clementine. I remember seeing the images of that and thinking, it looks like there's a golf ball inside of your head, and being like, oh my, that should not be in there. Um, that's the, You then came back home, and, and you were in rehab and PT, and yet your life had changed, is that right? Like, tell me what it was like as you're at home now as like a seventh turning into eighth grader who used to be out running around, now you're kind of at home recovering, watching your brothers and friends in the neighborhood, cousins. Did you, how did did that affect you? Because I feel like that did, I remember you telling me about it. So when I came home, it was, school had just ended, it was summertime. So I didn't really have school to distract me from just going to physical therapy every couple of days and just sitting around at home doing nothing. So I got pretty depressed and just whenever I'd like go outside, I'd see my friends playing like basketball or whatever. And I'd think like, how is that fair that they got to do that? And like, I have to be here doing nothing. But, like my cousins, like they came over for vacation to visit us and like they would go with my brothers to like go like rock climbing or ice skating or something. And I have to go to physical therapy and it was just it was a really hard time. And you were 12, 12 and a half, 13, somewhere in there. Is that yeah. 12 and a half, I think at mm-hmm. that point. So that whole from seventh grade summer into eighth grade, I feel like you were wrestling with God uh, a little bit, like there was a period of spiritual darkness for you. Of, and, and can you share a little bit about kind of what was going on in your head there in relation to God because of all of that? Uh, I can say for like almost a year, honestly, I hated God. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would you let this happen to me? Like, I've done nothing wrong. Like, I'm just like a kid as well. Like, how's that fair? But then, Breakaway in the eighth grade, <laughs> stuff happens at breakaway. 
But, uh, <laughs> so Breakaway is yeah. the middle school and high school retreat that our church does with the Falls Church Anglican. High schoolers go in February, middle schoolers in March. So it would have been middle school, eighth grade year. Mm -hmm. You went away to Breakaway in March and yeah. at that retreat? Yeah, so it's like the, I think probably like the final day. But they all have like, the final day is like the climax day or whatever. And there'd be like, there's all the worship songs and everybody's like crying or whatever. But I was just standing there looking at the words on the screen, just kind of thinking. And I just kind of decided to like make peace with God. Because like, even though like, it's really realistic, it's not his fault that I had a brain tumor. But I needed to like, in my heart, just like forgive him for like allowing this to happen to me. Then I think that's something a lot of people can relate to is that need to be able to, in a sense, forgive God or know that like he still loves you and is with you. So in that moment, maybe other people are doing other things, but that's where your head was. That's what you were thinking about and reconciling with God. Um, and so tell me this, though, like since then, it's not always easy either. Like you still, I feel like have, in conversation we've had have wrestled with like, why did this happen or why did that not happen? I remember you even saying something about like a concussion you'd had before you had the, the brain tumor was found. Was that like a couple months or a year before, six months? So it was like a year or two before I was in a soccer game and I was playing goalkeeper and this kid just absolutely decked me. <laughs> and I had, I had like a concussion, so I went to like the ER and the, the nurse there was like so close to giving me like a CT scan. Hmm. And if I'd had a CT scan, I would have like, they would have found the tumor, it would have been pretty much all right, I'd say. But she was, I was this close to getting it. And so I just always think about that, like, God, why couldn't you have just like, let that kid hit me harder or something? Because <laughs> then I'd be fine, yeah. I remember you even saying like, I should have made him matter or something, you know? Because <laughs> like, uh -huh. like the, the nurses, the doctors didn't actually let that or didn't go forward with that. So they're like, okay, you never blacked out or something mm -hmm. like that. And, um, and, and yet here you are in this space where now you're, you're graduating from high school on Wednesday you're heading off to UVA this fall, and um, and today you're being confirmed, and you're in that place now where like, okay, you're, you're at peace with God. Tell us a little bit about kind of your faith in God, just kind of where it is at this point. Uh, I'd say that one thing this is, entire experience has taught me is that I just have to trust in God because, and I've like asked, I've asked you, I've asked like all my smoker leaders like, why does like why do bad things happen? Why does God let bad things happen? And no one has an answer. So oh, I had an nice. awesome answer, I'm sure. No, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. That's but right. Yeah. So like, I I probably will never know like why God allows bad things to happen. But I know that if there's like any purpose to it, like any like greater reason for it to happen at all, mm -hmm. like God's the only way that's gonna ever have a huh. like a purpose. And like I just need to trust that there is one. Yeah, that is a very good word. <laughs> Ben, thank you for sharing today. And um, let me offer a prayer, not just for Ben, but for all of us who have wrestled and even now wrestle with things that have happened in our life. Um, and then we're gonna invite those who are gonna be confirmed to come forward. God, I am grateful for Ben's boldness in sharing some of what he's gone through in life. Um, Lord, you know this world and the suffering that we've dealt with. And there are many people in here who have had broken homes, broken lives, broken bodies. And they look back and say, why did this happen? And we, we don't always know. But God, bring your peace and power and presence into each person's life as, as you've done and continue to do in Ben's life. And let your power and presence and spirit be there to enable them and us to trust that you are good and you love us. And so we can trust you. In Christ's name, 
Amen. Ben, thank you so much for sharing.